Uh, here we are, we're carrying on in uh, Revelation 16. Stick at it, because this is there's some very strong stuff here. But it's really important for us to, to listen to this, to see why God is speaking like this. And uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a hint of it in this, in this passage. He's speaking like this so that we would listen and be prepared for this final day of judgment. So we're going to start reading verse 8, from verse 8. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over these plagues. But they refused to repent, repent and glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plagued with darkness. People gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings of the east. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They were demonic spirits that performed signs. And they go out to the kings of the whole earth to gather them for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed so as not to go naked and to be shamefully exposed. Mm. Wow. Some interesting things there, um, and kind of turning up the intensity as well. We saw that in the first of the three bowls last time, we saw that uh, God's wrath has now come on the earth, kind of in its totality. So whereas originally it was uh, a, a quarter of the earth and then a third of the earth, then we see God's wrath sort of covering the whole earth. Um, and now the sun is being allowed to scorch people with fire. It really feels like the, God's trying to, he's turning the dial up. They, they're not listening, they're not listening, they're not listening. And all of it is to try and get people, as you said at the start, this is God's kindness to the world. The point of it is so that they would repent and glorify mm. him. Mm. But they're refusing to do so. It's unbelievable that they would still refuse to, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, because they want a God that's just going to let them do what they want, not, yeah. not this God of justice. Yeah. And it's almost a pride thing as well, isn't it? You know, I will not repent. How dare he be my God? I'm not, I don't want anyone over me. I know how to live, and I'm not going to have anyone telling me what to do. And hmm. I don't need to say sorry to anyone. And, you know, one of the most popular funeral songs uh, is I Did It My Way, yeah. uh, that people have at their funeral. It's appalling. Because it says regrets, I had a few. But then again, too few to mention. But no, you didn't. Mm. Because you've done things that have offended a holy, right, just, proper, beautiful God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that deserves wrath. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess if you, you get the picture, these people here have convinced themselves that God is just cursing them. That he's, there's nothing good about him. He's just angry. Is just making it worse for them. That if you don't, if you don't have the theology, the understanding that this is part of God's love, He's trying to save yeah. you, 
This yeah. is what he's trying to do. He's, yeah. he's not trying to do anything for their harm. He's actually trying to do something for their good. That ultimately they would um, be snatched from the worst judgment which is coming. Yeah. Um, and that actually, I mean, if you look at the end of um, verse 9, it talks about that they refuse to repent and glorify him. That actually that's how we were, crea we're created, to glorify him. Yeah. That's the best environment for us humans to be in. Mm. And that's the best thing to be about someone bigger and grander and beautiful and creative as God, our job is to, it, it, we're designed, made to, to uh, swim like a fish in this water of glorifying him. That's where we're free. It's, yeah. But no, I won't do it. No. Uh, no, I'm about myself and refusing to repent. And so there's this intense, as you say, heat. But I mean, I don't know whether you've ever been burnt by the sun, um, but it, it's painful and, and intense. And then this this next thing, these people are gnawing their tongues. Mm. I mean, you know what it's like when you accidentally bite your tongue. It yeah. really hurts. It's it's impossible not to go ah. But now gnawing your tongue is 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 people in intense agony. Mm. Um, and instead of saying, God, I've brought this agony upon myself that this is your right judgment, sorry, forgive me, mm. they just carry on gnawing their tongues and then use their tongue to curse him yeah. instead of glorifying him. That's extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the incredible thing here is that Christians are shielded from all of this because Christ has taken these sort of punishments on himself. And there is a bit um, in chapter, chapter 7, back in chapter 7, verse 16, it's talking about those who are robed in white robes it says the sun will not beat down on them nor any scorching heat and yeah. so christians are sort of shielded from this so this is this is this is, um god trying to get people into the fold uh, under the shelter in a sense there is shade available but they're just they're just standing in the sun refusing yeah. to to come and stand under the lord jesus Christ. yeah and the difference uh, and it's interesting you say that because the difference between the tongue of someone who's saying cast you and gnawing mm. And, and the person who, who's uh, trusted in the Lord Jesus is that they have a song to sing. Yes. And it's fresh and new and you are great and, uh, you know, marvellous are your ways and yep. praise the Lamb of God who died on the cross. You know, it's, uh, there's a praising and mm. there's a cursing. Mm. And I, I, don't, I mean, people who are listening, which one are you in? Yeah. But then you get uh, this sixth angel and he seems to gather together... Um, there's all this stuff about the beast and the dragon and the false prophet. Again, they've all sort of come together, the ones that have been lying to the world. And, uh, but the whole sort of point is to come against God Almighty in this sort of battle. Mm. And, and, and in a sense, there everything's revealed. Uh, you're either for God or against God. Yeah. And uh, sometimes at the moment, it looks like, no, I'm not, I'm not against God. But actually, sort of in this, these last days, in this last judgment, yeah. we're suddenly revealed. We've listened to the false prophets and yeah. the, the miracles of the false prophets. And, and suddenly we see that actually we're in the battle. Yes. We're, we're, in, we're in, the, in the forces mm -hmm. that want to oppose God. Mm. That's the frightening thing, isn't yeah. it? And you can imagine one of their ace cards in this moment is, look how much God hates you. Look at the way he's cursing you. Yeah. Look at look how evil he is, and and kind of twisting and distorting this theolo uh, uh, theology that that God is kind in His um, judgments that these yeah. are merciful and warnings 
Um, and, and that's why people are sort of refusing because they're listening to these messages. Um, you know, God, if God was good, he wouldn't be like this. Yeah. And again, you know, this is so easily applied to where we are at the moment. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, this whole uh, Corona thing uh, is, you know, it's stopped the planet. And surely this is God saying, this world is never going to be heaven. Hmm. You are going to die anyway. Uh, and as we've said before, Corona doesn't, doesn't bring any more death. It may bring it earlier than we were expecting, but everybody's going to die. Will you listen? Are you right with this just God? Mm. Have you lived a life that is pleasing to God? Uh, uh, how have you treated his son, Jesus? Mm. You know. And then you get verse 15, um, where it says, Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. I mean, Jesus used these very words, didn't yeah. he? That he's yeah. going to come like a thief in the night. Yeah. Um, so keep awake. Yes. I mean, he gave a number of parables about that. Mm -hmm. Stay awake. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. Because if, if you knew a thief is coming to your flat, you wouldn't go out, would you? No. You'd be there with your thing. Yeah. And I suppose um, it feels like we're waiting, uh, doesn't it? We haven't reached this point yet. We're still in the period of time before all this sort of happens in its... Um, fulfillment so it's easy to go how long Lord isn't it well, I suppose we're like the saints under the altar yeah so when is this gonna but Jesus is saying keep going keep like going. stay awake yeah. so I hope that uh, the days that we're in have woken you up to uh, think about the just uh, God who is uh, angry at sin and must judge it but Christ is is our Savior